My mom always says that back, back in her day when she was my age, the North Pole was a beautiful place. I mean, there was always fresh white snow on the ground. There were always beautiful, huge, big candy canes all over the place, and people would regularly come out and and greet each other with like carols, and there'd be silver sleigh bells ringing all the time, and it was just wonderful. Fulfilling place of joy and happiness, but the way things are now, if you look around you, I mean, you know, what do you see? You see tenement gingerbread homes all over the place, and they're run down. And as I know, you're 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 gonna ask me about this this broken piece here. Is what happens is when things get really bad, and people can't afford to pay their electricity, and you know they they can't afford to buy groceries, they they they'll start eating the house off. And、um, here, you see here, you can see where somebody broke this lighting fixture. You know, it wasn't an accident. You know, nobody threw like a baseball or hit it. That, that right there. You know, I know that guy. He, he、uh, had that for dinner last night. And then, you know, if you can see down the road a little bit more, when the houses are broken like that, you know, the roof is kind of coming off. Is that's where people will will break off parts of the gingerbread to um to to survive because they they gotta eat something. You know, and I mean. Sometimes when you're out of work or or things are really cold, you're looking at your walls and you're thinking, well, 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 do I want to eat because I'm really hungry, or or do I want to stay warm because I need my walls on my house? You know, I mean, these are the kind of decisions that we got to make in a place like Elftown. I grew up in the North Pole in a small gated community known as Yuletide Estates. It's a great place to、uh, grow up if you like. Uh, gingerbread houses that look all the same,、uh, made with the same frosting. You know, all the same candy canes that surround your house, all the same frilly little sprinkles that cover your frosting, and all the you know pretzels that make up your windows, and all the other garbage that composes your house. But you know, hey, that's the life of an elf.、Uh, my father, he was a reindeer gamer. What's that? Well, <laughs> this is Elf Entertainment at its greatest. He actually is a reindeer sledsman. Sounds kind of like a sport, except the only people that watch it are toothless elves, and you know that smash themselves on peppermint schnapps. And if my father had been something like a a, a reindeer steeplechaseman or a you know a polloman, we might we might have some more money. But no, that's kind of the path that he chose, and the path that I was led to follow. So that's what I do now. I'm a Reindeer gamesman, I、uh, race my four reindeer around a track every Saturday afternoon,、uh, much to the amusement of my belittled and lower class elf people. And、uh, my father truly is the model elf. He loves Christmas. He makes us put tinsel on our Douglas fir. We deck the halls. You know, we do all that stuff that. You're only supposed to do for like a couple weeks out of the year, and we're doing it all the time, decorating nutcrackers and oh god, it's just it's terrible. So my generation started branching out, and we started rebelling and experimenting with other holidays. You know, wearing pastel and eating Cadbury eggs, and you know, trick or treating or wearing green and drinking beer. You know, trying to get out and do something new. Peppermint schnapps gets old, I'm telling you, and you can only smoke so much mistletoe before you're just you know. Completely zonked out and just bored out of your mind. I mean, Yuletide Estates is a nice place, but good grief, it's so boring. These the older people, they don't do anything. They they love Santa. There's just a a fat guy that comes every now and then, and God, you always see his new newest Swedish、uh, leggy girlfriend on his arms. Like, wow, hey Santa, you're doing great. What about、uh, Elf Town over there? They're eating their houses. Damn kids these days. You know, I'm just.、Uh... Just scared to death for the future because, you know, they want to do away with, you know, the Yule log, and、uh, they're talking about 
protesting the treatment of reindeer and how we need to support whatever, uh, you know, it's like, I don't give a crap about the polar bears. It's, it's not something that matters to me. When I was growing up, you know, a polar bear walked into your yard, you know, we all like ran and hid under the gumdrop fort and that's no way to live. I mean, so if there's less polar bear to me, it's, it's an improvement. I mean, if my father was still alive and he saw the way these kids were dressing in the pastels and uh, doing their Irish jigs for St. Patrick's Day or whatever. I mean, I I can't even imagine what he'd say. He'd be so disappointed in me, you know? My mother would always tell me the stories of when she used to work at Santa's workshop and everyone was like one big happy family, you know? They really enjoyed their work. They took pride in it and so on. But ever since Santa Incorporated bought out the Santa Claus empire you find that most of the elves are very unhappy with their work because the corporation outsources most of the manufacturing. They they have most of the products made in like Korea or China and then they send the products half assembled to us and we just put together the final bits. So in the assembly line, most of the workers get very disgruntled and frustrated with the work because it's boring for them. The workshop was really an awful place to work. We started off working in the the assembly line and the the workroom, uh, you know, building toys and painting things and programming dolls to to you know squeal say, squeal Merry Christmas Merry Christmas. But um, they they make us sing jolly old Saint Nicholas every hour on the hour. There's a big there's a big jingling sleigh bell. Then every time we hear that, we've got to stand up and. And then face the screen where Santa, you know, appears and then sing to him. And I'm not going to defend the elves, but off the record, I, I know exactly what it's like to be there. And it, it can be pretty satisfying when you're um, painting the same stripe to maybe instead of a stripe, paint something phallic on a race car or, um, you know, use your little bit of extra knowledge to program these funny things. Like, I remember the Elmo that we got back that had been programmed to say, go burn down your garage. She's not your real mommy. I'm not really sorry that I drew genital warts on a G.I. Joe. It does make the days go by a little better, um, a little faster, and uh, a little closer to the, the Christmas party, I guess. Above a snowy establishment called Nice and Naughties. Now, it's not that I'm unfamiliar with the sounds of wild lovemaking. Alright? I'm an elf. I have needs. But I wouldn't want my children asking me, you know, Mommy, what's that? Why are the sleigh bells jingling all night long? <sighs> exactly. There's just a constant flow of Arctic explorers and and the guys in the red suits coming in on sleighs and... And, you know, we can't even think because all we hear is mush. Ugh. And the silver bells. Jing, this jing, jingling. Hanging from women's breasts. No, Elftown wasn't always this bad. There was this time 
not so long ago where it felt like a small town anywhere, you know, where everyone kind of knew each other. Most of the stores were like mom and pop type places. But when when things got really bad, the mom and pop shops closed down and there were more strip malls and fast food chain places, you know. But I mean, when you think about it, the meat is so expensive to import and the only meat that's around here are, are the reindeers. So, I mean, you put two and two together and you start to figure maybe the reason they blast the music so loud in the factories when we're working is so that we can't hear when they're killing the reindeer over in the slaughterhouse, which happens to be right next door. And, uh, you know, you kind of notice when the next best-selling meal at this new... um restaurant chain is the Rudy Burger when you open the thing up you can see little glints of red and and sometimes it has chunks of little antlers in there or you know sleigh bells pieces in your bag it 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 kind of it kind of grosses me out and and I know that icing encrusted lighting fixtures aren't good for you or you know eating your gingerbread walls may compromise the stability of your housing structure but Come on, do you really want to be eating Rudy for lunch? So I was out shopping with my daughter. Well, I mean, we, you know, it was the whole family. We had, we had her and little Skipper was there with us and the wife, of course. And, uh, you know, we're, we're shopping at Walmart. We're, we're picking up the tube socks. You know, we're, we're getting some discounted uh, Lapland shoulder. And I said, uh, uh, you know, I say, hey, Sheila, let's, let's, let's go get a, let's go get us a Rudy burger. And, uh, and, you know, like Skipper gets really excited because because he loves eating at uh, Rudy Burger, and uh, my daughter just all of a sudden stops and she's like, "No, Dad, we we can't eat reindeer anymore." I mean, she says, "Oh, we're depleting our natural resources," and it's like, "You have any idea how many damn reindeer there are in the North Pole? We could eat reindeer the rest of our lives. Our children could eat reindeer. Her children could eat reindeer, and we still would not run out of reindeer." I mean. It's amazing we don't have to worry about reindeer stampedes like my grandparents used to. And God forbid my grandparents were still alive. I mean, if if they heard her say that, you know, th- they'd be saying, what do you mean we can't eat reindeer? It's crazy. I'm like, what are we going to eat? Lichen? And she, she's like, yeah, we'll eat lichen. You know, we'll eat lichen. We'll eat, we'll eat Douglas fir. And I say, if we're going to eat Douglas fir, you know, what's going to go you know, in the living room at Christmas time. If if we're eating the Douglas fir, if that's going to be on the table instead of, you know, a nice reindeer leg or something, I'm sure not going to put up a Douglas fir in the living room because I, I can't sit there and eat something while I, I look at it in the other room with tinsel, you know? I work in the mail room, so I am the main person who goes through all the letters that all the kids send to Santa Claus. Of course, I know Santa Claus never reads these letters. I mean, they're already generically pre-written letters to go back to these kids. And and the main three letters that we have are, number one, um, the letters asking which reindeer is Santa Claus's favorite or, you know, what does Santa Claus think about living in the North Pole? And in which case we send them back a Santa Claus fact sheet that explains, you know, the story and the history and whatnot. 
The second are the really, really extravagant requests for things like PlayStations or, you know, really expensive bikes and other gifts that I have never even seen. I mean, I, I just keep thinking, I'm going to go back to my little dingy gingerbread tenement home and and try my best not to eat the walls this Christmas because we're just that broke. I mean, it's not fair that these kids, they still have pretty much brand new toys from the year before and you have all these elves in a community like ours and they can't even afford to eat. So they're staring at their home as a source of of food. But, you know, I'm I'm doing my job, so I send them the other letters that are required and the final type of letter that we get a lot is the one where they're really worried that it's based on being naughty or nice and and they're really worried that they weren't nice enough this year and they're pleading with Santa Claus to forgive them and give them their their fancy toys anyway and um those those letters crack me up the most because I know it's not about whether or not you're you're nice or naughty. Santa Claus doesn't really care. He's not even here. He's probably on a a beach somewhere in Acapulco or or in Dubai buying fancy things for Mrs. Claus. But he's in a warm place right now where we're freezing our butts off to respond to these stupid letters for these kids who think it's going to make a difference whether they're they're naughty or nice. I know for a fact that it all comes down to whether or not mom and dad have enough money in their bank accounts because Santa Claus will only respond to the milk and cookies that have the American Express credit card tucked underneath or if they remembered to prepay the PayPal account online. I mean, really, even the elves know that there's no incentive to even be nice because you could be as nice as you want. You're still not going to get anything for Christmas, you know, and, and the only way you'll get a piece of black coal is if your check bounces. So, you know, there's no incentive to not be naughty. And I mean, that's why in a place like Elf Town, it's, it's better to just stab someone and get high on mistletoe. So every year, all of our hard work and, you know, millions of toys being built uh, are rewarded in, in one celebratory evening, December 26th, after all the craziness has passed. And everyone's invited from the factories, the, the offices, the, the mansion for a big blowout. But it really just kind of devolves into a big drunken eggnog infused brawl. It's like a, you know, psychological catharsis of all the anger and, you know, desperation you felt for the entire year that you just did not express. They they have big vats of figgy pudding. They think oh. we just like to, to, to frolic in figgy pudding. And no one likes fruitcake or figgy pudding. I mean, everyone just gets obliterated on eggnog and just to wash away the year's troubles and then a, a couple glasses in it just it starts going haywire i mean people are just laying into their supervisors and and you know all of the tension from working next to somebody on the line for 365 days a year all of that comes out people are breaking up 
breaking out in fights and just letting it all go. It's it's wild. There's teeth flying around. There's figgy pudding flying around. It's it's really sick. But now that I think about it, it's a little bit funny. It's it's kind of funny. My yeah. I mean <laughs> I I do get some sort of release by throwing chunks of uh, this awful fruitcake at the big screen where Santa is just saying ho ho ho. You know we did it again. Merry Christmas to all and to all another great year. Yeah, whatever Santa. Yeah, you go, you chill out in your house with your models and your handicapped wife, and you know we're gonna undeck your halls. Yeah. Prepare to get undecked, because we're heading back to burn effigies of you, Santa, where you guys won't even follow. Your little red suits can't even come to Elftown, because you guys will get jumped and ornaments will be smashed in your faces. Some of the elves have been talking about striking, and I really don't know how I feel about that, because I I think if they strike, I mean, on one hand, the benefits are that we would get health benefits, which we really need, because... Doing the repetitive motions again, you know, many of them get tendonitis or carpal tunnel and then living in some of these conditions, we're prone to getting frostbite or hypothermia. So it's a legitimate concern, but it it may crush me, you know, and I'm I'm really kind of torn, you know, I don't want to potentially lose my job. I mean, I've been getting this crazy idea, you know, that if worse comes to worse, maybe, just maybe, I could go dance down at nice and naughties. I mean, there's a whole league of guys who are into big girls, you know, and I, I could probably work the red and white swirly pole that they have, but but it's just not me, you know. I, I just don't want to have to stoop to that level. I shouldn't have to. And it's not fair that Santa Claus isn't even here to care about what we're doing. He's off somewhere enjoying his life with his Coca-Cola endorsement, you know, and we're here struggling. And even the people who live over in the good side of the North Pole, in like Yuletide Estates or Candy Cane Meadows, I mean, we don't even have meadows. It's snow everywhere, you know. They're living like, like, you know, we're such savages and they're so great, but... In reality, none of them, none of them, not even Santa Claus would ever even dare come over into Elf Town because if Santa Claus pulled up right now, you know, his sled would get jacked and his reindeer would get slaughtered for food. My daughter just never listens to me. I mean, she's telling me she doesn't believe in Santa and it, it used to be so much easier back when, back when she was little because I could just say like, look, uh, you know, you're going to be naughty or you're going to be nice and, uh, and, and she of course, would just be nice. and That that was a lot easier. And now she's saying, what, Santa's watching me while I sleep? He's a pervert. And it's like, no, it's a good thing. He's, he's watching out for you. He's making sure you do the right thing because I can't be there all the time. But now she's telling me, you know, I don't believe Santa's there. I go, you don't think Santa's there? Who do you think, you know, signs the paychecks? Who do you think built the North Pole? Where for that, we'd be living on ice flows somewhere. And she's just talking about, oh, no, I'm going to celebrate Hanukkah. I'm going to celebrate Kwanzaa. I'm, yeah, and it's just, it's crap because she doesn't even know the first thing about those holidays. She's just trying to, trying to get at me. It just drives me nuts. God, and Santa, could they venerate this guy anymore? It, it's, it's unbelievable. We have at least 32 pictures of Santa up in our house. We have one in every bathroom. We have one on just about every wall facing east, north, you know, every direction. And... 
my father insists on putting milk and cookies out every night. Why? Because Santa might come. I mean, we're not that rich. I mean, we have some money, but why do you put milk and cookies out for a man that's never going to come? He lives in Dubai. I mean, why would he come back to the North Pole? He gives you the Christmas Eve, thanks for all your work, elves, and then he goes back to, you know, living on yachts and uh, banging good-looking broads from Lord knows where. He looks great, by the way, you know, being 300 and some years old, lost lots of weight now. Santa Incorporated, doing great. He does Coca-Cola commercials. I couldn't, you know, this is not the Santa that used to live here when my parents were growing up. And they expect us to, you know, idolize him. You know, this man emulates Christmas. Well, yes, that's the point. Christmas is degrading. It's a, it's a decadence. It's a, it's a falling apart. Uh, I, I don't want to be a part of this. It's a, uh, it's just so depressing that uh, a fat man has ruined such a, you know, potentially good holiday. with you well <laughs> i want to have elf babies with you too you're hot we'd have some hot elf babies but uh, i just don't think that elf town is the best place to raise them i looked down our our street and i see children wheezing and you know coughing and it's just it's it's very sad because i know they're suffering their parents can't afford health care we can't afford health care i mean we don't even have money to eat we try to ration the parts of our house that would have the least impact if they were gone. And um, we never had a sleigh in the first place, but now we don't have a garage, and that's where um, we were planning on maybe building a little little crib or, or something. There's occasionally polar bears rampant. Um, I, I think the guys in the red suits have, have figured out a way to channel them to Elf Town so that they're not really a problem anywhere else in the North Pole. Um, but... It's it's scary some nights, especially during mating season. Take an elf girl out in the North Pole, and sheesh, you have absolutely nothing to do. You you can uh, make a snowman, or uh, you know, go caroling, or uh, God, wassailing. I went to wassailing. Are you serious? I don't want to go wassailing. I mean, they're they're just so so boring. And the thing is, is they'll they'll see these giant uh, Swedish activists, and they 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 flock to them. They think that they're the the, the coolest thing. And you know, so I, I I have absolutely no chance. Uh, I have a friend that lives uh, down in uh, Denmark, and he he absolutely loves it. He says the the girls are beautiful, you know, their legs are taller than we are, and he, he can totally play the elf angle. And the best part is, he's not having to drink eggnog or peppermint shops every night. He gets to drink some other form of alcohol, which to us is completely foreign. But, you know, what it comes down to is, I can't get from the North Pole to anywhere in Europe because it's really expensive. I can't make any money. Being a reindeer sledman, I get absolutely nothing, and my father's not going to give me anything. He can't mortgage out this, you know, gingerbread house. What are we going to do? Give somebody some dough? There, there's nothing there. It's, it's not substantial. It's just, you know, old food that we made a house out of. I'm driving past the Walmart, and there's my daughter standing with, with this pack of Slavs, you know, just with their signs and yelling and throwing snowballs and stuff, and you know, like, I stopped for a second. I almost got in a sleigh accident. She was standing next to this Norwegian guy, and 
you know, like you could just tell from the way they were yelling at people like together that there was something going on there, you know? And so I go home from work and my daughter's there and she says, now dad, before you say anything, and you know, there was no chance of that. Uh, I went right into it. I said, you cannot be seeing these kind of people. They're, they're destroying our way of life. They're, they're trying to get rid of the North Pole. And she says, no, the global warming is trying to get rid of the North Pole. And I said, no, no, it doesn't matter if the North Pole melts. Christmas will still happen. And we need to be there for it. That's our job. That's what we always do. And you're trying, your boyfriend's trying to get rid of this. And you, you can't be associating with this kind of people. They, they don't believe in Santa. You know, they, uh, it, it, I just, I couldn't even reason with her. You know, she, she stormed off and she knocks over the milk and cookies. She says, oh, it doesn't matter. He's not coming. It, it's like, well, what if my boss shows up tonight of all nights and, and I don't have milk and cookies out? I mean, you know, that could cost me a job. That could cost me a promotion. You know, how are we going to pay for the sleigh? How are we going to pay for this house? She just doesn't consider these sort of things. And I, I I just don't know. I don't know what I can do about this. And I'm just worried that Skipper's going to be getting the wrong idea. You know, like, what what if he grows up and he thinks this is the way things should be? You know, no, we need a future Christmas. We need people to make toys. And I, I mean, I, you know, you can't depend on the women, of course. But I have to know that my son is going to understand this responsibility that's on him and appreciate that he needs to come through there, you know, to carry on the tradition. So our father makes us write these wish lists every year, and it's just such a, a process of, you know, going through, like, what can I possibly ask Santa that I inevitably know he's not going to give me? Uh, do, do I ask Santa, please uh, give me some peppermint kroner so I can get out of Europe? Can I ask him to give me, you know, some kind of new foothold so I don't have to race reindeer around a track for the entertainment of people watching my reindeer crash and reindeer legs flying all over the place? I, 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 you know, what, can I ask him for more mistletoe so I don't have to you know, go down to Elftown and buy it just so I can endure another date of making a snowman and listening to terrible Christmas music? I mean, what what, what do I ask for? I, I And, you know, even if I ask him for, you know, my own boat so I could paddle away from here, so I could go anywhere, it's not going to work because inevitably I'm going to get the same damn candy cane, orange, and toy train. And to be honest, I'm 19. What am I going to do with a toy train? I, I often wonder, you know, what is... Christmas and, you know, what does having Christmas spirit mean? I think it means watching The Wonderful Life cycling on TV every day. Oh, wait. Every day. You know, I hear that in, you know, like America or in Europe, there are certain television stations that will play those types of movies on Christmas. And it know? warms families. It's It warms it kids. It gets people so happy. excited. Yay. But you know what? Come on. Like, we see them all the time. I just, I'm so, I'm just done. I really am. Jump off the bridge, Jimmy Stewart, and stay in the river. In the end, it's not just about my family and, like, the little crap that we go through. It's, it's bigger than that. You know, it's, it's bigger than the North Pole. It, it's about Christmas across the world. And, you know, I, I just don't think, like, these, these agitators, these apple-cheeked liberals, I don't think they get it, you know? It's like, if 
if we're not there making the toys, it doesn't happen. And if we don't step up here, then Christmas is going to go down the drain. And if it does, it's going to be their fault. And it's going to rest on their shoulders, not mine, because I worked my entire life to get Christmas where it is today. And they have done nothing but complain. So I won't be held responsible. If I could write my own letter to Santa Claus, I'd ask him for the things that I really needed. You know, not like a, a PlayStation or, you know, the latest clothes or toys or, or glitz and glamorous stuff. But I'd ask him for a real house that, that wasn't made of gingerbread or, or half-eaten. You know, maybe, maybe a house with a ceiling tall enough so that I didn't have to crouch down to get from my bedroom to the kitchen. I'd, I'd ask him definitely to make the fat, drunken elves stop calling me names like Santa's bastard daughter or ho-ho-ho. I'd ask him to make Christmas just a regular day, like any other day. So that way, the happiness of everyone in the world didn't depend on the misery of those less fortunate. But, um, but I know if I ever wrote a letter like that to Santa Claus, he'd never even read it. I would just get some generic response back, and at the end it would say, Merry Christmas to all. And to all, a good night.